You're listening to Level Up with Melissa Zalouf from Iron Source. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Level Up, the podcast for people who love making, growing, and of course, playing mobile games. This is the third episode of our mini series on game creatives. Uh, when the previous episodes, we covered how to build a great creative team, how to conceptualize and execute creatives at scale. And now, to follow on from all of that, I'm joined by Noah Etchdeen, who is Playwork's superstar director of creative performance, to discuss how to optimize our creatives using in our data. So first of all, Noah, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you for having me, Melissa. It's a pleasure. So to start off with, tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and your role in Playworks. Okay. Um, so I started in Playworks about uh, three and a half years ago, basically just to prioritize all the requests that uh, were starting to, uh, to kick in once the team um, started to work. And then I started doing more of project-related stuff than product. Uh, I became officially the product and performance lead a year ago, uh, and now I'm basically managing all of the operation and performance activity, which include uh, the production, the data, the KPIs, how we measure ourselves, and uh, stuff like that. And we, one of, or part of our topic today is talking about using in our data to optimize your creatives, but in our data is not necessarily um, the I mean, it's new as a concept. Can you tell us a little bit, a little bit about what it actually is um, and how long it's been around for? Yeah, so uh, about three and a half years ago, basically before Playworks um, started, uh, we started our activity. Uh, the first playable for mobile games emerged. It was a game changer and a life changer for everyone that loved data because what happened at this point is um, before that we had impression, we had clicks, we have installed, we had post-install events. But once the playable ad uh, came to life, a whole new data world came because we have now the entire user funnel within the ad. So they know when they clicked, how many times, did they win, did they lose? Um, what happened to them during the journey of playing the game? So I know it's a really short experience and it's not that straightforward to understand the level of analysis we can provide um, and how we can use it to optimize our creatives. So that's the inner data, and uh, it's really, really a heaven to everyone that uh, <laughs> wants to optimize their creatives. So let's talk about how, how you actually, uh, in concrete terms, how you actually get that done. You have a, a framework called Icebreaker. Uh, can you explain what that, uh, what that is and, and the key principles of creative optimization? Yes. So I created the Icebreaker because I wanted to convey uh, in a straightforward, very simple way on the most important principles you need to take into account when optimizing um, your creative. We need to understand that uh, a big part of what I do is to make data more approachable for designers and for developers and for business people, like people that are not really used to using data and uh, trying to, to get uh, actionable insights from them. So I won't explain it like one by one the entire uh, framework of the icebreaker, but what is most important for you to know, basically to make in a, uh, and data-driven decisions, know your KPI. You always need to know what you're optimizing towards to, uh, because it's a huge world out there. Uh, you have many options on like, do you want high CTR, higher IPM, ROAS, retention. Maybe you want a really high engagement rate in your playable ad because you want to analyze better on how the user behave there. So know your KPI, do a proper research. 
always know what you tested before, what won, what lost, what your competitors are doing, um, what other trends there are in the industry. So because we see a lot of times that basically you have something that is really successful and then everyone basically learn from that and use it. Uh, so do your research and basically maintain a, a really regular routine of like analyzing, uh, optimizing, analyzing again. Don't let ad fatigue uh, kick in. We know for a lot of titles, ad fatigue comes, like, happens really, really fast in the app lifecycle. Um, so you don't let it happen. Keep optimizing. Keep trying to understand what you can do better. And basically use, use your routine to do that. And what kind of creatives uh, do you find are the most challenging and or interesting to work on and why? Uh, is there a, do you have a specific style or genre of creative that you see optimization takes longer for or there's more opportunity for optimization? Okay, so uh, to use my uh, operation and more production hat, so playable ads are, uh, are more challenging. We need to understand it's developed by a team and uh, not just like uh, end cards can be for by one designer, videos can also be by a single designer, but basically creates it end-to-end. Playable ads require more of a team. We use game designer, a designer, a developer. Then we need QA, so we need to be more in sync. It takes longer. There are potential bugs there. So from operational and production point of view, uh, they are the most challenging. Actually, uh, the, even in performance-wise, they are more challenging than other creatives because you need to take like a full experience and a feeling that uh, a huge team of people basically creates a, a game and try to convey that it's there, and then you need to take it into a 30 seconds max. I suggest like 22 seconds tops um, gameplay and try to make the same feeling and try to get the user intent to um, to install the game. Like for example, take a mid-core genre, okay? So, or a triple A game that is complex, it's branch, it's main, um, Users are playing it because it's complicated, because there are journeys and it takes time to understand what you need to do and you need to think and you need to strategize. And sometimes you even need to play with other people and you're taking this huge operation and like uh, a huge game and try to make the same feeling for a user within 30 seconds. They will need to start playing, understand what they need to do, finish the gameplay and want to install your game after that. Uh, so I think that's the more challenging, but I think it's it's fun. Like challenge is fun. It's something that our team really loves to do, uh, to try to crack it, to try to find the different features, um, to basically take a huge gameplay, separate it to the different features, the different uh, sub-genres within, uh, and test each one differently to find what is working best for each uh, game. And can you shed some light on Playwork's process for analyzing uh analyzing creative performance. You talked earlier about um, being clear about what your goals are. Maybe it's retention, maybe it's ROAS, maybe it's IPM. Um, for kind of each each in, in ad creative, um, let's say data point, what are, you, um, what are you optimizing towards? Yeah, so uh, the main process is, first of all, we always need to understand what is the client KPI. Okay, because we always start with analyzing 
how uh, how the creative that we want to improve, that we want to do a V2 to, for, uh, we love to use the V2 uh, example because it's it's amazing, like the feeling that you get when you take a creative and and analyze it properly and manage to improve it within by making data-driven decisions. Um, it's amazing for us. So we always try to understand what is the client KPI. Then we try to understand what is the problem we try to solve. It's basically some kind of puzzle. Uh, so you have a problem, like for example, uh, the creative is not scaling in RV or it's not scaling in interstitial or there is specific supply, um, specific genre that we want to crack. Or maybe maybe everything is great, but the client wants to get uh, like higher, better user quality, and that's something we need to solve. So we try to find like to to basically deconstruct it to different problems, and we focus first of all on the main uh, the main problem. Then we try to dive into the data. So first we always analyze uh, the CTR, CVR, IPM just to receive a benchmark. Then we dive into the inner data and analyze their context. So we try to understand, for example, um, if users that won uh, had higher chances of uh, converting, maybe users who lost, like we have a really interesting example that uh, just recently we analyzed a, a hyper-casual title and we saw that it was basically too easy. So users who won didn't really want to install it and users who lost had a really high uh, conversion rate. So what we did was really easy. It's even we don't even need to do another playable for that. We just took the same playable, um, modified a few things in the code, and it's and it really spiked. Okay, because then we saw that users really like like the losing experience, the challenge. It really increased their uh, chances to install. And then after we take the data and we analyze and we try to analyze everything, we compare it to benchmark. So we always use benchmark for. CTR, CVR, IPM, of course, for the ENAD, okay, we use benchmark per genre, so we are comparing always apples to apples. Uh, after that, we find the places where we can improve. For example, if we have an issue with the engagement rate, uh, we know that maybe users don't really understand um, it's a playable app. Maybe they think that once they will click on it, they will be redirected to the store, like we know some videos are clickable. Uh, so we make it, we try to make it clear that it's actually a playable ad, maybe adding an overlay, maybe adding a pointer, maybe we even like did a really successful test with just writing there, like it's a real playable ad. Um, just straightforward. <laughs> just go for the there. obvious. Yeah, go for the obvious. Um, and I think that is that is the next phase. And then we try to, again, to understand the user journey. Um, and after that, basically, we create the, the, the actionable insights, the action items on how this creative can improve. Uh, we, we always uh, try to communicate the uh, best cases and the interesting cases to our clients uh, because in most of the time they can use these insights for the game. We had a really nice, uh, after like doing a really successful soft launch with Call of Duty um, about uh, eight months ago, if I remember correctly. So uh, we found out that during the one of the, we created the interactive video and we gave the user three options to choose between uh, game modes. So we had zombies, battle royale, and multiplayer. And what we saw is that most users choose zombies. And then we contacted, uh, of course, uh, the advertisers. We told them that most users cho choose that and they incorporated the game, which is something, of course, they plan to do. Eventually, 
the part of the game uh, didn't really succeed and they removed it, but we know that users chose that. So for the audience that we gave the creative to, most users chose that part. Um, another example is a puzzle game when we gave the user to choose between crossword picture, cross and word puzzle. Um, and most users basically chose the crosswords. And then we took it and created a whole new creative that is just that because we knew this is the user preference. Uh, so these are like two examples of how you can use the creative for a new creative that you want to do like the V2, but also basically for your game. You can change your tutorial according to it. It's basically easy testing uh, that you don't need to actually change your game, but you can test it with the creative. What are some of the most common mistakes you see from clients in terms of how they approach uh, optimizing their ad creatives or, or even um, kind of tackling performance issues? Yes, yeah, so I see a lot of uh, shooting in the dark, uh, actually. Um, I see a lot of cases where like our clients or uh, basically app developers test the same stuff over and over again, even though it's not working and you can see it in the analysis. Um, it's about um, not keeping a routine and just like maybe some creative gesture of after one day, which is re which really fast and sometimes they don't even have enough data um, because you just have a new creative and you want to test it. Uh, I see sometimes that um, um, you're limiting uh, creativity and you're testing only basically one gameplay which when you can most of the games there are like several features in the gameplay so you can just deconstruct it and try to test different stuff and basically be more creative um and in your in your iterations um i think arrogance it's like finding a winning creative and just not trying to find additional ones uh, we know there's ad fatigue. We know you need to iterate your creatives. It's super important um, that even if you find something that is working really well for you, try something else. Keep trying. You can find the next big thing. Okay, You can find the next game changer, even if you have a good performance. Like Performance doesn't really have limitations. In the last year, we, th we saw the IPM ceiling like reach over and over again. Um, IPM is getting higher and higher, and your IPM can be the next one to be in the gold mode and, and <laughs> break the thing. And yeah, so so keep trying. Um, and don't rely solely on external resources. Try, like, I see really good performance from some in-house teams. Uh, basically, uh, app developers also have their own teams and they're using their knowledge. And first of all, like, all of the assets are with the app developers. So the person who developed the app have, has everything, all of the knowledge as well. So you know what is working in your game. You know what your users like. You know where they're usually dropping in the game. And also, you also know if like the creative needs to be easier or more difficult, maybe. Uh, so use that knowledge uh, and you convey it in the, in the creatives. And even if you don't have an in-house team, just tell your vendors and, of course, to us uh, what is working. And speaking in more, uh, or not in more, but in concrete terms, how often should uh, a game studio aim to analyze their their ad creative data and make changes? What's what's kind of I'm I assume <laughs> you should be looking all the time, but what's what's a realistic uh, frequency? Actually, I don't think you need to look at it every uh, all the time. Um, I think that uh, 
Well, anyone that really does like a proper A-B testing, you know that if you're setting your A-B test to be a week, you are not allowed to look at the data if it's been less than a week since it went live, uh, because every time you can see different, uh, different results. I think it really, it, most of the time, it really depends on how much traffic you get. So the more traffic you get, you can have like more frequent iterations and you can analyze data like uh, faster. Uh, but I think the rule of thumb for the average app is once a week. Uh, also try uh, to think like um, anytime that you have like weekends or you have holidays, or you have Corona, uh, so it can affect the numbers. So maybe like a new creatives will get different chances than your old creatives. So just take into account. Uh, and this is also why I'm telling like most of the time it's once a week to do uh, the an analysis routine we discussed in the beginning. And you said that, um, I don't know if this was what you related to arrogance, but you said that it, often you see people make the mistake of not attempting to analyze and optimize a well-performing creative. Is there ever a time that a, a creative performs so well that you're like, okay, no need to look at this one. Just set it and forget it. Never, never, ever, ever. <laughs> uh, and, um, and I had a feeling you would say that. Uh, and last question. Have you noticed... Um, shifts in in user preferences recently in how um or the types of ads that users um like to engage with the types of creatives that work really well uh, or perform best yeah so uh so last year and uh, dan greenberg discussed it in game fest we thought we saw the disaster theme that was really strong and now we are seeing a lot of uh, failed uh failed creative that it's really conveying it's the same thing that basically uh, it's the same main method, but it's a bit changed, like to the to how the creative looks like, and uh, and maybe the feeling that user is getting. Um, I see that creatives are getting more and more aggressive. Uh, CTRs are getting higher and higher. As an industry leader, uh, we have strict rules and guidelines to limit the aggressiveness. Uh, so because we are every um, every interactive. Uh, creative that we receive is being uh, um, tested through a really uh, great uh, QA team. Everything is tested on several devices. We make sure uh, no creatives with bugs uh, or issues are running on our network. And we also can make sure because we're doing that process that no uh, creatives that are too aggressive, that are basically damaging the user's uh, experience uh, will run on our network. And I think we need to understand that um, IPM is built by CTR and CVR. It's basically a synergy between these two to find the balance and to increase the CTR without lowering the CVR to the extent that the IPM will be lower as well. And I think if we, if we can make the same IPM with a lower CTR and higher CVR, it will be beneficial for all parties included. Thank you very much, Noah, uh, for that wonderful look into how to optimize your ad creatives uh, that is for the time being at least the last episode in our mini series on creatives but if you're looking for more creative uh, or data or information on mobile game creatives today we will be launching a mini site with benchmarks for creative performance and engagement rate and time to engagement and a bunch of other really exciting metrics in the near future so keep your eyes peeled for that <laughs>